Good morning, Vietnam! Hello everyone, welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. The podcast where we take a not-so-deep dive into countries from around the world. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Sam. And uh, this week we're going to Vietnam. We are. With perforated eardrums, by the sounds of it. Yeah. So this week we're talking about Vietnam. Uh, we have Sam. Hello. This week. So have either of you been to Vietnam? No. No, I've never been to Southeast Asia, actually. Oh. oh. Mm. You should. It's good. I know. It's, yeah. I really want to, to be fair. fitting well there. <laughs> Would I? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just have the look of someone who would who could travel Southeast Asia for years. Fair enough. A lot of my mates have. No, not in a bad way. No, no, yeah, like, yeah. A lot of my mates have. They've got good stories from it. Yeah, it's an amazing place full mm. of stories. Um, I'd, I'd love to go to Vietnam. I've, um, I've only done Thailand and Indo. You've done Thailand ever so briefly, right? Yeah, Myanmar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Myanmar. Nice. Do you want to run us through the uh, the absolute basics, Sam? Yep. Yeah, do Ed's bits. Do Ed's bits. bits. And then, <laughs> no, I don't mean you absolutely. Like, we need to know, I hope you've worked out how many Luxembourgs it is. I have. Or oh, how many whales is? I have also done that. Oh, he's bringing something new to the party. So, the area of Vietnam is 331,212 kilometres squared. So, that's 16 whales is, or 128 Luxembourgs. Wow. So really puts... It really Luxembourg puts Luxembourg into perspective, perspective yeah. yeah. I thought that when I was researching it. And the population of Vietnam is 99,460,000. She! Which I thought is was bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, so that's 31 times Wales or 157 times Luxembourg. Wow. Which again puts Luxembourg into perspective as being fucking tiny. Fucking tiny wow. with giant people. Giant person. <laughs> Freak I've of not, nature. I've not met anyone else from Luxembourg, to be honest. Speaking of Luxembourg... I sent Ed a very nice little picture last week. You did. I was at a, a war museum in Belgium. Don't ask a wall museum? A war. Ah, war, okay. War, yeah. the, great, <laughs> the Great War. Um, I saw a There's two really famous walls, actually three famous walls I can think of. Oh, yeah? What are the, what are the famous walls? The Berlin. Yeah, classic. The Great Wall of China. Yeah, good one. And the one that Trump did. The, the border wall. I was thinking yeah. the Wailing Wall. Oh, oh, that's yeah. another big wall. Yeah. yeah. What about Hadrian's? Ooh. Hadrian's wall. Yeah. That's a big one as well. Um, well, one thing we didn't do, I'll get to the story about the wall thing eventually. <laughs> um, like, follow, subscribe. All, uh, why don't you comment, what, what's your favorite wall? Load-bearing, not load-bearing. <laughs> to you. Um, anyway, yeah, I was in Brussels last week for peace-related work, oddly enough, and I saw a map of the low country. Luxembourg was on it, and I thought... What would Ed like more than anything else? Someone tacitly flipping off the landmass. The entire Luxembourg. country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was to scale as well, which I thought was fantastic. Um, anywho, Vietnam. Vietnam. I've got a fact straight off the bat. Go on. Coming in hot this week. There are 60 million motorbikes in Vietnam. Oh, yeah. I mean, as, as Sam said, only like 90-odd million people. So... That's basically one motorbike for every adult male. Uh, uh, person, sorry. Um, That's crazy. That is crazy. A lot of bikes. Isn't it? I know. Not even push bikes. Probably I wonder how many yeah, push bikes yeah, there exactly, are. Fucking yeah. even more. Probably probably. more. I was showing Tom Cyclos. Have you seen them? The Cyclo tours? They're, yeah. they're like pedal rickshaws. So you've got two wheels on the front and one on the back. And the passenger sits in the front. And that then you've got like someone behind you pedaling. A recipe for disaster. Yeah. 
But Wilson sounds like a recipe for adventure. Yeah, true, true, yeah. true, true. Got another um, fact. Go on. Like fucking around this week. Vietnam is sometimes referred to as the king of cashews. It's the world's largest producer of um, cashews. I've, more got, I've got some trade facts. More than 55% of global supply of cashews come from Vietnam. Ed, the question now, is it a nut? Oh, don't. Is the cashew a nut? We know the peanuts aren't nuts. Ed, don't be a moron but about cashews this one, nuts. remember? They're not, you don't They're not nuts. Sam, any, uh, any advance on the that? the cashew is not a nut. Kev? No, what do you think it is? No, I know what it is. Because I googled it to find out. It's not a legume. It's not a legume, no. Yeah. Is it a nut? It's no. a seed. Not, what is it then? It's a droop. It is a droop. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's a droop. I didn't, I didn't want to get called a, a fucking moron, so I googled well, it when I got home. I'm a moron. This <laughs> 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 fucking, fucking A, Kev. 10 points to Gryffindor. Yeah. Shit. Other trade. Highest export of black pepper. Yeah, I read that. Of anyone mm. in the world. Second largest coffee. 10.5% of the world's coffee. Is no way. But then, That's crazy. But then you never see it labelled, do you? Yeah. No. I've never seen, like, in Tesco's or Costa's, when you try this nice Vietnamese coffee, maybe, yeah. maybe it goes into a Have you had Vietnamese coffee? I don't think I have. Is this oh. where Kopi Luau comes from? I don't no, know what I think that was Indonesia. No, that's um, no. from Indonesia. Yeah, that's um, Indonesia. Civet, Civet, Civet one, yeah. isn't it? No, Vietnamese coffee is like really, really intense oh. drip with condensed milk. I've heard about the like the frothy condensed milk stuff. Then I don't like even think it needs to be egg coffee. They make like a custard. Almost. No, I don't think so. The, I mean, when I went to Pho, I just had Vietnamese coffee, and I think it's just really strong black coffee with condensed milk, and it is rocket fuel. I've I like. I love coffee, but I had one of those and I thought I was going to have a panic attack afterwards. It's lush. Did you say you went to pho? Pho. Well, I have a fun fact about pho. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pho is the national dish of Vietnam. No shit. It yeah. is. It is, but there's two types of pho. Talk to me. So there is pho bak, which is what's called the north, which is a clear, simple broth with wider noodles and lots of green onions. And there's pho nam, or pho nam, sorry, not pho. Pho nam, which is the South Vietnamese pho. And it has a bold broth with thin noodles and a variety of herbs. Have While you had the, it? I've never had pho. Fuck, it's so I feel good. like I've had... It's basically, basically ramen. Pho. Yeah. It's basically ramen. But not actually pho. I've, yeah. I've got some controversial opinions. You might be unsurprised. I'm not a huge fan of no noodle soups. Really? Shut Except, up. With the exception of laksa. What's laksa? It's like a um, Malaysian curry noodle soup. So like the curry flavors. Oh, okay. Okay. And I can get behind like Thai noodle soups, but just plain fucking broth. No, pho, pho is like... Yeah, but it's not like... It's like a clear broth. I like coconutty broths. Mm. Maybe that's just me. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I suppose. What about, what about Ban Mi's? Oh, yeah. It's not the national dish, but it is a That's a one, of, one of their uh, like inventions. Yeah, it's like... Um, for anyone who doesn't know what Ban Mi is, fucking get your head out from under the fucking rock. And... Um, it's a sandwich, isn't it? Mm. Sandwich much, with like yeah. pickled carrot, daikon, pate, some other meats. Uh, it's the hangover from the French colonial times because mm. Vietnam was part of the French Empire until like 1955. Um, so ban is just a Vietnamese-sized word for pan, which it's is French for bread. bread. Ah. All coming back. Wow, like, sick! I'm sorry, I can go back to sleep now. What did you read up on? Like the blood soup that I did not read up on that. They use oh like uh, pig's blood in a soup. Interesting. 
For, uh, for as, to what as, end? To what end? It's the liquid of the soup. Oh, doesn't it like coagulate or something? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Ugh. Um, on, whatever, yeah. Fair. They, so I'm gonna hit some inventions. So they invented instant noodles. Whoa! Geniuses. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's brilliant. Yeah. What type? Pot noodle or soup? soup All noodle? of them, surely. I think just noodles, <laughs> dry, dry noodles that you. Well, I bet the Italians got something to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> they invented speed dating. Wow. I wonder why. How? When? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's the backstory? Yeah. I don't know. I've just got a list of inventions. Um, but they also have, there's like a, I think it's like a festival where you meet up with your ex-partner. Oh. And like, and it's like, like awful festival. oh, so we've both come a long way. And then you kind of talk about how you've grown as people since, uh, since you That's broke up. Fantastic. I don't know what the name of the festival or whether or not it is a festival or just an event. God, there's a lot mad. of festivals to be fair that I've researched. Yeah. Vietnam seems to have in loads of them. Yeah. Every day. There's one called the Whale Worship Festival. And the Whale Worship Festival is also known as Khao Ngu. I'm sorry if I butchered that. And it's a unique tradition that takes place in many coastal communities in Vietnam, particularly in central and southern regions. And it's a celebration of the whale, which is considered a sacred animal in Vietnamese culture. Nice. During the festival, there's something called the whale releasing ceremony, uh, in which a live whale is released back into the sea. Yeah, but they have to catch yeah, it exactly. first. Yeah, well, yeah. This is considered a way of expressing <laughs> gratitude to the whale for protecting the fishermen and ensuring a bountiful catch. When, so I'm, thank you, Mr. Whale. I'm going to rip you out of your home and then put you back. If What's the timeline on that, though? Like, uh, how, how far in advance do they catch the whale? I'm not because, sure if I'm honest. Because you can't do it like day before just in case you don't find one. So you've got you to gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta plan yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a clear timeline. And you've got to keep it alive. Exactly. Yeah, they're pretty weird with their animals over there in general. They are. They don't treat bears very well. I'm not or, sure if you've heard about the bile dogs. farming. Yes, I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah with, um, is it sun bears? Yeah. Yeah. What do they use the bile for? Medicine. Penis oh, medicine. Yeah. It makes your fingernails grow. Uh, Chinese dick medicine yeah. can fuck yeah. right on. Yeah. It's still legal to do in China, but it's not legal in but Vietnam uh, anymore. They still think there's about four or 500 bears left. That are, so how do they do it? They... Uh, get catheters into their... Oh, my God. Uh, what did Gall, you have taken Gallbladder. I think so, yeah. So am I immune from having my bile siphoned off? I think so. Well, you oh. can't produce bile anymore, can you? Oh, I can. I just oh. can't store it. So what, where, what where do you it? produce your bile? In the liver. Oh. And it's stored in the gallbladder. It might, it might be the gallbladder, but they literally just draw it out. They either have like an open wound or they have like a catheter that's in there and they... That's fucking horrible. That's horrible it's just yeah. this constant open wound. But does the medicine even work on your, on your Probably penis? Probably not. Your penis no, it has stuff. actual like... There's properties of it that actually works, but for the most part, it is just... It's like Bullshit. a vitamin. Yeah. So yeah, bear bile. Gross. Snake snake heart vodka? Whiskey? And snake wine. Uh, snake wine. Well, they just put the snake in the wine or they make wine out of snakes? They put the snake in the wine. And then it ferments yeah. in the wine. Okay. Well, and apparently it kills the venom as well. I don't, I don't I, know how. So what do you do with the snake then afterwards? I guess you eat it. Is it like the toe in Canada? Could be the like toe shot. Did they, did, but do you eat the toe in no, Canada? No, 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 you're not supposed to. I think people, you eat the snake. Have. You eat the snake after. Yeah. What type of wine is it? Rice wine. Great white rice wine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like sake. Mm. Have you ever had rice, rice vodka? No. no. Oh, God. It's I don't ever it's, want to either. That sounds it's awful. It's the worst. Russian, What's the difference between rice wine and rice vodka well, in the fermentation one, station? Well, you take rice wine and then you distill it and you get rice vodka. Right. Um, Fun rice fact. Yeah. The second largest producer of rice in the world. 
Who's oh. the first largest? Thailand. Mm. Per capita or total? I'm guessing it's total. Fair. Yeah. Is it Vietnam where the rice fields are being heralded as the eighth wonder of the world? Natural wonder. Oh, I'm not sure if it's Vietnam. The Hao Long Bay is one of the new seven wonders of the world. That's cool. They change that? them all. No, they just keep adding to them. Oh, right. They do keep adding to them. Yeah. The seventh wonder of the world is... There's just fucking loads. Yeah. Or Natural wonders is loads. Yeah. But I've got some facts about their nature and wildlife and rivers. Obviously, rivers is a huge part of Vietnam. It's governed basically by the Mekong. But there are 392 rivers in total uh, with a total length of 6,734 kilometers. Uh, obviously, the Mekong River is the most kind of significant, and that runs down from the Tibetan Plateau through China, Myanmar, Laos, Cambodia, Thailand, and Vietnam. Not in that order. Might be in that Mostly order. Mostly in that order, yeah. but not, yeah. not quite. It's a long yeah. river. It's a very long river. Big boy. Um, there's also a really big <laughs> river called the Red River. But there's also another river called the Perfume River in Huai. Huai? Huai? It's a region and it smells really nice because orchids fall into it oh, oh wow yeah. that's nice yeah a perfumed river is there only a certain i'm guessing there's only a certain stretch though i don't know how strong or unless they're really strong orchids i don't know ah uh, yeah either or but if there's loads of orchids it'll it'll be stanky that's lovely yeah obviously it's biodiversity is significant it's got 12 no eleven thousand species of plants and animals uh, and loads of them are endemic to that region. Um, and it's about 16% of all of the world's species are found in Vietnam. Whoa. Wow. Which is bonkers. That's huge. Yeah. Quickly back to the Mekong. So that's home to over a thousand fish species, including the giant catfish, which is, I wrote it down here for you, Ed. It's 10 subways long. It's pretty 350 long. kilos. A lot of fish. And then also the critically endangered Mekong giant freshwater stingray. Oh, 350 kilos. Kilograms. Yeah. A fish. Yeah. Freshwater fish. That's massive. Yeah. Yeah, it's big it's 10 subways. Okay, yeah. uh, Long, Ed, yeah. Ed, can you Google uh, Mekong catfish? They, oh, they're I also called uh, dog-eating catfish. Makes sense, yeah. Um, and then the freshwater stingray is terrifying yeah because i think that's about three meters across Jesus. maybe more it seems like they're they're mortal enemies surely they're similar size they probably like to fight each other that's is that the catfish yeah Jesus. Oh, yeah mate there wow. you are. And that's the, well, a river what, monster uh, does it eat like meat the children yeah so that's like a that's like a, I'm shook by this. So yeah, there's there's other species that are really similar size, and one of them is called the dog eating catfish because they've eaten dogs. Bloody hell! Yeah, if you can it's like have you seen that shot of the there's in like Central Park and there's catfish living in the river in the one of the lakes there and it eats the pigeon. Oh shit! There's like a pigeon, like yeah, like having a drink, and then this catfish comes up and fucking have yeah. that, you bastard. Yeah, I love catfish. They're so weird. So weird. They types of shark? No. Dogfish? No. Dogfish is a type of shark. Though. Oh, there we go. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I know my shit. But yeah, and have a look at the <laughs> freshwater stingray as well. They are like terrifyingly big. Uh, it would make me not want to go swim in the, the Mekong. Jesus. Yeah. It's the size of a car. It's mad. My car. <laughs> and there's there's a video I saw on YouTube ages ago of um, they, they've got one in like an enclosure 
and they like tap the side of the water. And you know when you see at SeaWorld where like a killer whale or a Shaman. dolphin would like breach itself yeah. and like spin around? It comes up and it does this weird like ripple effect with its, what do you call them? Wings? Wings, yeah. yeah. Wings. Wings. Flappers. Like Flappy McFlappersons. Mm -hmm. But it like does this really weird, I mean, they rays are the most evil looking animals from the top. And then you see the underside and they look happy like smiley, yeah. <laughs> Couple more bits on wildlife. So Vietnam is home to endangered species such as a Javan rhinoceros. Don't know what a red shanked duke is. Oh no, I do. Uh, that is like a, it's a really like critically endangered uh, cow in the, in the jungle. Um, jungle cow. Jungle cow. And then uh, the Tonkin snub-nosed monkey. Nice. Which has got this weird oh, upturned. Yeah, yeah. It's got a nose like uh, the late Michael Jackson. Mm. You know, like yeah. when it really, really got pointy. As he, as he got progressively whiter, you mean? Yes. His lighter years. Um. Um, and then in recent years, Vietnam has been actively involved in the effort to combat wildlife trafficking, et cetera, et cetera. Because, uh, and now there's really strict penalties for wildlife trafficking and, and crimes. That's good. good. Yeah. Yes. Um, do you know... Um, Gallbladder is where it comes out of. Yeah, so I'm fine. I'm You're good. fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to get milked for your bile. Nice. Excellent. Um, deepest, largest cave in the world is in Vietnam. Yes, true. The uh, Hansong Dong. Yeah, boy. Three miles. And it's tall enough that you could fly a plane in it. I've, I've got 5.5 miles. Maybe I'm, mine was being, maybe mine, this fact was published maybe before your fact. Oh, okay. Since they, they found, found, they went found some more. Yeah, find some more miles. <laughs> more um, cable for you guys. And it's, it's tall enough to fit um, like 15 story buildings in it. That's mental. It's, it's got its own weather system. Yeah, 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 yeah. When does it not become a cave? When it's open to the air. Open, when it's got a roof. So if it has a roof, it's a cave? Yeah, 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 yeah. If, it's got an if the roof is so high, then... But if it's got an opening... Ooh. It was first discovered in 1991. Yeah. Wow. And, and you've crazy. only been able to go down it for the last like five or six years. So it's like, it's like hot property in, yeah. in Vietnam now. We're going to get to the Vietnam War eventually. But yeah. obviously Vietnam is um, officially a socialist republic. Mm -hmm. One of only sort of five left in the world, five or six. So you got... Five or six what left in the world? Socialist republic. Oh, okay. You got China, obviously. Cuba, Laos, North Korea, and Eritrea, which is sort of a bit communisty. Oh, didn't know Eritrea was. It's north of Ethiopia. Mm. I think. Oh, you didn't know it was. I didn't where know. Where? I don't know where it is. But oh god, yeah. sorry, mansplaining. <laughs> yeah. I do apologise. Um, but I don't, they're not really pop, they're not really communist anymore. No, buy no you seems... can buy Coca Cola there. So, mm. I mean, seems like they're doing a pretty good job. Very low unemployment rate. Is it like two point? 2% unemployed, something like that low. That's crazy good. But it's also got a really, really low minimum wage. Yeah, uh, yeah I've got it. Uh, it's got the world's lowest labor wage, but the lowest unemployment rate of any country. Hmm. To be fair, I did read that lots of old ladies just park up on the corner of streets and sell fur. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah it makes sense. So, so, like, if you don't have a job, you just sell fur. Makes sense. It Is looks it? pretty straightforward. Just boil some bones, add some ginger, and you're yeah. done. Oh, we're, we're going to have to go for fur if you've not had it before. I'm going for fur soon. There's a there's a couple of Vietnamese places in Cardiff. I'm going nice. For. Nice. Yeah, yeah get I on it. i try some fur. Yeah, lush. I haven't... Oh, I was trying to think of a witty um, segue, but I can't. For fuck's sake. I know. Uh, that's not 
very witty either. Got some more random facts. Yeah. Only 300 cases of COVID. Officially? Mm-hmm. And no one died. I don't fully believe So what do they do? Just completely close everything? Lock it down? Probably. don't know. I mean, if it's socialist state, then yeah, they probably could just shut everything down and become totalitarian for a bit. Uh, Vietnamese people have a unique superstition about cutting your nails at night. It's believed that doing so will bring you bad luck and make you poor. Wow. <laughs> well, from from superstitions and mythical viruses, we're going to get we're going to get demonetized for that. There we go. It's <laughs> uh, your segue to uh, <laughs> mythical creatures. Um, I've got two this week. There's, I had loads. These aren't really creatures as such, but more like demons and ghouls. They're so, almost better, but they always end up being really similar as well. So this this is a good one. This is called the Malai. And they are one of the most terrifying creatures in the folklore of ethnic minorities living in Vietnam, Vietnam's mountainous Thái Nguyen region. By daytime, they are said to walk around us disguised as women, usually young and beautiful, if constantly appearing sleepy. At night, however, their heads reportedly detach from their bodies, dragging bloody organs with them to float around and feast on carrion, excrement and other rancid stuff. They it, feed on excrement? Yes. I guess they're just doing people a favor then. Well, really? it is also said that someone whose excrement is consumed by the Malai is cursed with eternal hunger and will eventually die, uh, will eventually wither and die of starvation no matter how much food they eat. Um, however, Malai must return to their bodies before sunrise, otherwise they'll be burned to death by sunlight. Therefore, the easiest way to vanquish one is to hide her body so that she cannot reach, reattach her head. We've done this before. We've done a similar one. But a different one. But it was the organs hanging out of like a floating head. Yeah, with wings. Yeah, where was that? Was that Malaysia? I think so, yeah. I think it was Malaysia. There was, yeah, toxic, scary lady. Well, if you think that was good, the, you've got the Marvel die, uh, or, this is the translation, the long-breasted ghost. Oh. Is a common legend among in some southern Vietnamese provinces, true to the name, Marvel Dai appears as a woman with long breasts sagging down in front of her upper body. Swinging titties. Like yeah, rangtang rang titties. <laughs> Some also add in the in the usual horror tropes, saying she often floats around with her feet off the ground, or that she's always clad... Her tits dragging on the floor. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, um, always got to keep walking, those teats on the ground. <laughs> so... Um, in any case, I always agree that this spirit often uh, preaches, perches on treetops... To prey, <laughs> to prey on travellers at night. Smacking people in the when face. She, <laughs> well, it gets bad. When she, when she catches a victim, she forcefully breastfeeds them. What and, the fuck? and the victim is often found unconscious on the roadside the next morning with her mouth full of dirt. <laughs> so she's got dusty tits. Dusty. <laughs> well, of course, because she's always dragging them on the floor. Ah, uh, yeah, what I that's don't why get it's full of dirt. Okay. It's yeah. like, obviously these came from somewhere. So, like, back in the day, you used to scare people into doing things by making up scary monsters. I, I get the shit one. Don't shit where people are going to find it and eat it. But the long titty lady, I don't fully get that one. Well, like, you look at me as if I've got answers. I've, I've <laughs> only like got more the, questions. You're going to get attacked by someone sticking a boob in your mouth. Are they dead when, they've been bre when they breastfeed? No, no, no. They just, they found the next day unconscious. That just sounds like someone got really drunk. Yeah. I think so. You know, I think it's probably like, 
in their hungover state. Yeah, they, like, got, uh, they got hungover. They got, they got really drunk. They accidentally sucked some old woman's tits. <laughs> and and then woke up unconscious. It was an accident. I swear. Yeah, with dirt, with like dirt, dirt and like. She was in a tree. Uh, she made me suck titties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went back to his wife or or partner, and then had to you know come up come up with an excuse. <laughs> Why is there breast milk in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, that's um, that's the long-breasted ghost. I, that's one of my favourite ghosts yeah, I've ever heard one. of, really. Would you call her a ghoul? I would call her ghoulish. Ghoulish? Ghoul-like? Um, yeah, that was quite... Yeah, there we are. Hell yeah. <laughs> BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Speaking of ghosts and ghouls, or ghosts, and the afterlife, oh, that was a pretty have you done, weak have you done additional research? No, 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 but there is a practice of burning paper offerings in Vietnam Ooh. for dead ones. So you'll make, uh, you can make cars, fake money, uh, slaves, um, clothes out of paper, and then you burn them. Why would you make a slave out of money? No, you do it out of paper. Out of, yeah, why would you make a slave out of paper? So when you burn it, you give it to your loved one in the afterlife. In oh, you, you give them a slave? Yeah. Oh, it's like so offerings. Can, yeah, so it's almost like, offerings. A, it's like almost like an ofrenda from yes. like Day of the Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, so you make cool. offerings and then you, and then you burn them and you give it to them. We've got such shit traditions for dead people yeah. over here. Yeah. You just go and stand around a stone and, and you just forget about put them. flowers on it and let them die. Yeah. It won't even let you put the stone in for till about 10 months after. Really? Really? Have you guys never been to a funeral? No. Yeah. They never put the stone in. They have to let the, you have to let the earth settle. It's getting morbid now. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then they, then they just throw me in the sea by some... Yeah, yeah. say... No, I, I'm, I'm good. I'd love I think, to get eaten by a shark. I want to be put in a weather balloon and then let up and then I pop and in then the let Americans shoot you down or the Canadians shoot uh, you down. All that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now I, I pop and then I'm in space and then my dust goes and then it doesn't stop. And then if it gathers enough momentum, I'll make a planet. Ooh. Not sure that's how physics works. No, me neither. But I read it somewhere once. Why are you dust, first of all? Because I'm going to Just get be burned. a human. Okay, yeah. Just set me up as a human. Oh, <laughs> right. I thought, body. I thought you were just... Then you might yeah, I'm going to be dust, but this is my new plan. Just I send th- me up fully. There's just way more gravity dead on Dead and a... naked. And I'll... Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd love to get dragged behind a boat in South Africa. 
Once I'm dead, obviously, I don't want oh, to be alive no, for this. Oh, crocodile come get you. No, I get a shark to come and oh, fuck I see. Crocodile. Oh, imagine, imagine that. Okay, then the shark like jumps out the water with you. Have a photographer there, snaps it, and that's the picture you give to everyone at the wake. Yeah, <laughs> on one of those little cards, just to me hanging oh, out of no, a shark's no, mouth. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be though. It would be it would be one of those ones you open, and the shark comes up with you. <laughs> Pop up card. I'd go for. Those tree sacks, seen them? Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah, them. They're, they're good. Yeah, they're they're also now um, condensing people down into like almost like a concrete that is really good for growing coral on. Oh, oh I've heard about this. Yeah. Po- coral polyps on you, and then they put oh, you I like at that. This, yeah, I've seen as well. Uh, you can make bullets out of people now. Whoa, oh, that's sick for the Americans out there. You can be turned into a bullet. Nice. Yeah, it's like the same as doing into a diamond, but then you just put you in a bullet instead. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. I'd much rather be a bullet than a diamond. Fair enough. Shoot me into space. Then. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, that's, I'd love to look into it. Mm. This could be a nice segue to bullets. Wars. Oh, shit. Yeah. Deaths. AK-47. Yeah. I didn't do too much research on the Vietnam War. I did a little bit. I watched Apocalypse Now. I, I think I think I watched Apocalypse Now when I was in secondary school to, like, to pass the time. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Like, oh, they put Platoon on when you're in history class because they're like, I can't be bothered. It seems like an odd one to put on for students. Mine was like Air Bud 2 mm. that would go on. I remember watching it in film school because it was good, uh, yeah. good sound. Oh, I totally oh, and it's uh, renowned for like, I mean, have you seen Hearts of Darkness? No. That's the making of. Uh, because uh, it was the biggest shit show of a film set. Ever. I tell you, like I tell you what, I actually watched it when I was in uni doing American history through Hollywood cinema. Um, ah, that, oh, you watched Heart of Darkness? Uh, we watched Platoon, Heart of Darkness, read about the, the issues of making the film at the time, and then about the historical context behind it. Yeah. It was a really interesting course. Yeah, sounds it. Uh, anyway, um, so, bit of a back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher a lot of history here. Excellent. But the French got kicked out yeah. mm-hmm. in the 50s. And then when did Brando turn up? A little bit later. Right. And then the I think the South Vietnamese there was like com- so the North was communist, and then the South was democratic. Well, not democratic, but like a puppet state of the U.S. And then within the South there were guerrilla fighters who wanted to unite with the North. The Viet Cong. Blah blah blah. They kicked off something called the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which was the sinking of a U.S. warship. So the U.S. was supporting the South with like arms and shit but weren't getting involved and then this ship got sunk later it was found out there was actually a false flag operation by the US and they sunk it themselves of they fucking I did. know and then they joined the war bloody conflict became a proxy war for you know the cold war so the the west fighting the communists america did really badly Lots of atrocities. They got fucked. They got fucked. Agent Orange. Mm. Um, the other one, I can't remember. Napalm. Napalm. Things like super glue was invented. No, super glue wasn't invented for that. Duct tape was invented. To hold people back together. Yeah. And then, what? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Pretty fucking. Because it was, it was brutal the way they fought. Because they so, knew the jungle so well. Yeah, and they yeah. That they traps. would set up so many traps. Yeah. Because you can go, th- you can go on, t- on tours of the Viet Cong tunnels. Yeah. And they're like, I think my mum's been, I, I don't think mum could fit in them. No offence, mum. But um, you can go down them. Um, they're tiny. They're, I mean, I couldn't fit in it. So yeah. And then there's loads of like offensive, like there's something called the Tet Offensive, which is the name for Vietnamese New Year. It was a big counter offensive against the US. And eventually the war just became so unpopular in the US because everyone was fucking dying and getting PTSD. 
PTLSD. Yeah, they got fucked. Yeah, yeah. they did get fucked. Yeah. yeah. We had a lot of drugs used in the war as well, like yeah. LSD and things like that to help people. No, I think help. like 15, 16 year olds with like 50 cows. Yeah. With just like, it's because they, yeah, people... their dads would have fought in the Korean war. Probably, yeah. And so then they got brainwashed by their, uh, the and also there, generation there was, above there them. was conscription as well. Yeah. So like, so there's a lot of, quite a few famous conscientious objectors. Cassius Clay, well, Muhammad Ali was one. Mm. Um, yeah, he went to prison, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and the U it showed that it was like the first time the US Army had come up against an environment and a tactic that just, they couldn't cope with and they got smashed. Um, <laughs> I think they finally left in... Oh, there's some amazing 1975. Yeah, the fall of Saigon. See people yeah. getting on the helicopters at the US Embassy. Like dangling out of the helicopters. Yeah. My dad went crazy. recently to Vietnam and he's got loads of crazy pictures. He went to all the war museums and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Nuts! Some of the pictures he's got. Yeah, and yeah. So Saigon was renamed Ho Chi Minh City, and that was it. But obviously, I've got to think about the aftermath because maybe that's because if I can't properly explain how horrible it was, war was horrible. It's a pretty shitty one. War made potential farmland useless. It was it was bombed and affected by Agent Orange. The economy crashed because inflation was high and unemployment was common. Many people fled Vietnam, and there was the whole thing about refugees, the boat people. You may have heard of this. Mm. They were basically marooned on islands in the Philippines, and yeah. But and then you've got the kind of hangover down in Tonlesap as well. Yeah, of course, because they were displaced. Yeah. So Tong, the Tonlesap um, lake people, lake yeah. gypsies, are they called lake gypsies? Oh, these are the ones that live on the water. Live yeah. on the lake. All the yeah. time, like nomadic water people. Well, yeah. they're stateless, effectively. Yeah. Um, no papers. Crazy. So, yeah, it's a really, I've, I've done a really terrible job of explaining the Vietnam War. Um, watch Platoon. Watch, watch Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Watch, watch a Vietnamese film about it and get the other side's propaganda. Yeah. Oh, watch Tropic Thunder. I love Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder was basically inspired yeah. because of how much of a yeah. shit show it was. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, fuck that. I missed out loads of bits of that. I've done a really piss poor job. But um that was, it's a, a whistle, whistle stop, stop tour. tour. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Uh, I've got some famous people that have been involved in history and wars. Oh yeah. Uh, Ho Chi Minh. He's yeah. a Vietnamese communist revolutionary. He played a key role in Vietnam's struggle for independence from France and later in the Vietnam War. Big dog. He was the founder and the first leader of the Democratic Republic of Vietnam, which was North Vietnam, and is now widely regarded as a national hero. He's um, he's preserved. He's got a mausoleum. Is he? In Ho Chi Minh City. Wow. Or Actually, that's why I want preserve me, and I want a mausoleum as well. Well, we'll have, you'll have to be some sort of revolutionary. No, I don't. <laughs> huh? Just find a spot in the forest and stick you there. <laughs> Bung me the there. Uh, then you got Nguyen Du. Uh, just want to say that name. Nguyen is the most common surname in the country. Up to 30% of people have that surname. Oh, is it I surname think, first, then first name? I think it's pronounced Win. In spite of how it's spelled, it's pronounced Win. Nguyen is pronounced Win. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Wait, let me see. Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's win. 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 Oh, okay, cool. Like, win like Paul McCartney's band, Wings. <laughs> <laughs> that joke never gets old. <laughs> uh, so he's a celebrated poet and writer. Nguyen Du is best known for his epic poem, The Tale of Q, which is considered one of the <laughs> greatest works the of Vietnamese of, literature. So you say The Tale of Q? Ah, oh, right. 
How do I pronounce that word? No, I Tom. thought it was the letter Q, and you're saying it with really Welsh Southeast Wales accent. <laughs> it's Taylor Q. Or like Bonds, mate, who makes his toys. Uh, so that poem tells the story of a young woman's journey through love, loss, and sacrifice. Then there was uh, Lai Tai Tu, the founder of the Lai Dyn- Dynasty. Lai Tai Tu was a Vietnamese emperor who reigned from 1009 to 1028. He's credited with moving the capital of Vietnam to Hanoi and establishing it as a center of political and cultural power. Nice. This one I found really interesting. Van Thi Cung Phuc, also known as the Napalm Girl. Uh, she was the subject oh. of the famous photograph taken during the Vietnam War. The photo shows her running naked down a road after being severely burned after a napalm attack. She later emigrated to Canada and then became a UNESCO Goodwill Ambassador. Nice. She met the pilot that dropped the napalm. Fuck. No oh, way. So there's a video of it as well. She met him and she basically said, that I forgive you. Oh, I would punch his and dick he, so hard. He was like in pieces. He was beside himself in tears. Good. There's a, another really... Fuck f- that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, then no, we were literally guy. just talking earlier about how they were 16, 17 years old. Yeah, fuck and They that all guy. came home with PTSD and shit. Like, and I know it's awful. Good. I know. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, but <laughs> this guy's also not as big as the country has been fucked, obviously, but he's obviously been fucked up by it. There's, um, to get some yeah, reconciliation sure. is nice, but at least he's sorry about what he did. Yeah. There's, for every him, there is 10 people who aren't. Oh, well, That's a strong um, statement. On um, PTSD. Aren't sorry or aren't. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, blood flag and eagle, isn't it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, there's, America. You guys might might have seen, you know, the the Rage Against the Machine's first album cover? is yeah. picture of the guy oh, yeah, himself on fire. That is from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So that's um, a uh, one of the Buddhist monks who oh, set himself yeah. on fire or self-immolated. That's the word for today, viewers. Um, to immolate, to set yourself on fire. Educational. Uh, so yeah, a lot, a lot of Buddhists um, were are pacif- pacifists. Uh, so their, their little protest was um, dashed themselves in petrol. And light themselves on fire. That was on YouTube for ages, that video. Yeah, it's fucking... You could watch it. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's mm. nice. Yeah. Before YouTube had like crazy guidelines. Oh, it's probably on the dark web now. Yeah, it'd definitely be on Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's one more famous guy that I've got. It's Tony Leung, who is, um, he's a very famous actor and he uh, won a Best Actor Award for uh, his role in In the Mood for Love, which is a very, very uh, famous film from Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's famous famous people that I've got. There's obviously way more. No, there's two more. The Trung Sisters Rebellion from 40 to 43 AD. The two Trung Sisters were two Vietnamese women who led a rebellion against Chinese rule in the first century. They were successful in gaining independence for Vietnam for a for- short time, but then finally later on defeated by the Chinese. But they led an uprising together. Nice. Well, aren't, um, aren't Siamese twins meant to be from... Uh, the, the original Siamese twins, weren't they meant to be from Vietnam? Oh, I don't know. I thought Siam was Thailand. Yeah, so did I. I think that was the whole region, wasn't Is it? Is that why know. Siam's called Siam? Because of Siamese twins? No. No, I think it's... Oh. It's the other way around, man. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> cut that, please. No, no, that doesn't get cut. <laughs> Speaking of... Um, place of Oh, God, no. Cut that. Shit segue. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of a really good segue to go from Siamese twins to Alpha Guest House. Um, and it was going to be involved Speak. separating yourself from something. Yeah. But it doesn't really work. Being stuck. No. Being stuck with someone, isn't it? Yeah. 
you know if i was to, if it was a set segment about divorce it's a lot easier mm. um but they'd probably need a double bed depends how, how tall they are yeah maybe but... you never see fat siamese twins do you Sorry, conjoined, I don't think you're not allowed to say Siamese anymore, conjoined, really. Conjoined twins. Yeah. I apologise. Apologise. Is it because they have double the metabolism? Ed! Yeah, but they got two <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a surgeon or, or medical doctor. Or, or any other doctor. They're doctor. joined twins. <laughs> so, they must have stayed in some shit places at some point. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Kev. Because um, <laughs> that brings us smoothly on to um my favorite segment everyone's favorite segment my favorite segment. uh brought to you as always in association with the alpha guest house bristol's cream premium bream, premium the creamiest <laughs> the creamiest <laughs> the most premium uh guest house accommodation um this is i actually went past the alpha guest house on the drive down what do you reckon oh there's loads of mattresses and detritus out the front is it being rebuilt or is, like what's the well, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, was it? Half a guess that was. It looks like they've moved out a lot of the old mattresses, or whether they're bringing in old mattresses. For <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, cheaper. Um, I, I think it had rained, but, you know, that's you can call that a waterbed then, can't you? Yeah. You can get away with that. That's exactly what they are. Um, this is Hello Vietnam Hotel in Hanoi. Is it called Hello Vietnam Hotel? Yeah, oh, it is. That's called. great. Um, call it Good Morning Vietnam. Why Hello. Mr. Trickley. Anyway, they really continue. did. Yeah. Don't stay here. It is dirty and disgusting and nothing like the pictures. We booked this hotel via Asia Rooms and when we arrived very late last night, we found out that it was a backpacker's hostel. All right, what's your problem? Um, the room was meant to be the deluxe suite and was very dirty. The owner removed a pillow and towel before we could see them properly. The window was replaced by screwed up newspaper and there was no soap in the bathroom. When we decided to go to bed, we pulled back the sheets to find a lot of hair and dirt that wasn't ours. The the doona was filthy. She's Aussie. Yeah. And had stains and other stuff still stuck to it. As a consequence, we put the doona on the floor and slept in our clothes for the Sorry, night. Sorry, what's a doona? Doona's a blanket. Duvet. Oh, okay. yeah. Fucking doona. Oh, is that duvet? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I thought it was some sort of toilet. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, like a dunny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what we were going for. Take your doona to the Danny, man. <laughs> uh, we ended up getting... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely awful. Do not stay here. Shabby conditions. Doors and windows don't lock. Staff are the worst. Reception man went crazy at me for 10 minutes as we didn't book their crappy Harlong Bay tour. Booked elsewhere. Um, shocking dump hole. You've been warned. Dump hole. Yeah. Cockroaches everywhere, all over the room, alive and dead. Plumbing was really bad. Upstairs, running into our room. Bathroom door hanging off and rotten. Window newspapered up and really high. No light. Question. Yeah. How do you use crumpled up that's newspaper I, yeah, that's for a window? Question. Papi mache. <laughs> okay. Or don't they... Uh, don't people put newspaper on windows when they are painting? Uh, yeah. Like if you're masking it off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't sound like they were doing no, that. No, 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 it sounds quite <laughs> but, the opposite. But the logic's, the logic's, right, yeah. Um, but it was the crumpled up newspaper. It's just yeah, not structurally yeah. sound. It's just a pile of crumpled up newspaper for a window. <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's like one of those bottle windows. <laughs> yeah, precariously placed. My, my, what I'm worrying, thinking about is what's the thought process? Do you, are you like, well, I need to cover this window up, and then like you instinctively crumple up the newspaper, and then and then you look at the newspaper and you look at the shape of it, and it's like. 
but then you continue to crumple it all up and then try and just individually it's like a mosaic it is like, mm, a mosaic. like a mosaic of it's artistic newspaper. really yeah i guess only if you're, newspa- you're lucky enough to live in a country with newspapers of lots of colors like if they have like the orange uh, yeah. the yellow newspaper the pink newspaper like the, like the financial times if you read that i don't i don't think i've ever read a newspaper really yeah i remember the first daily sport i ever bought when i was like 11 you never bought it you found it no bought <laughs> one from where the corner shop yeah nice why because oh, it had a tits. tit in it. It has tits ah, in it. Oh, when page three was a thing. Oh, no, no, the Daily Sport had more than, more, oh, than, really? more than two breasts. Oh, it was incredible. I, used, really. I, used to, I was laboring for a bit when I was younger, when I was like 16. And, um, well, you, what, do, where? For my dad's mate. Ah, oh, fair. Well, yeah. on a hovel, is it? On a hovel. On the hovel. Maybe it's just one. No, in a house. No, on a hovel. <laughs> you fucking hell. What's a hovel? It's like, you know, just odds and ends working. Like, oh, yeah. Like laboring, you know, hoveling. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah carrying shit and drilling holes and shit and yeah um anyway every morning we was got the same cafe for breakfast and there was a guy there who was a plumber and he used to open the paper to page three and look at the tits and go hmm, and then close it and put it down and after like four days of watching him do this i was like why do you always do that and he goes oh because if it's if it's if they're good tits it's going to be a good day and i was wow. like yeah but you've never gone nah I was, he was like yeah because uh, i woke up on the bad. wrong side of the tits today yeah and then I'd not long finished being a labourer when page three was gotten rid of. And I was like, I wish I was there in that cafe. Oh, yeah. Just to watch Imagine. him open the paper and be like, ah, uh, ah, uh, today's going to be shit. Just a picture of Jeremy Corbyn sat on the floor of a train. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. That must have been around the same time, actually. No, Corbyn was way after that. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not How that. old are you? You're 25? Six. 26. 26. Well, that was happening 10 years ago, 2013. David Cameron. No. The Olympics just happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Try to go through my memories. <laughs> um. Cameron, Olympics. <laughs> Pig. <laughs> Going backwards through time, Tom. I have a NERPA travel, se- NERPA travel seal of approval. Should we do that at the end or do you want to do it now? Is this not the end now? No. Uh, I've got <laughs> Sorry. One, one small list of things and I've again. I've got one more festival that I want to talk about. Oh. Uh, so I've gathered national symbols. All right. Oh. You've, you've got my attention. National flag. The Vietnamese flag is a red field with a large yellow star in the center that has been the official flag since 1976. Yeah, strong. A field. That's what yeah, it says. Is that, is that what the background of a flag is called? Guessing so. Oh, I thought it like represented. A it's field. like a layer in Photoshop. Yeah. Um, well, funny Photoshop was invented before flags. <laughs> yeah. I think Photoshops were. Uh, national oh, emblem. <laughs> <laughs> national emblem. The national emblem features a circle red background with a five-pointed yellow star in the center, surrounded by rice ears and a cogwheel. Representing agriculture and industry. Classic. Cool. Classic socialist motifs oh, there. Yeah. Love it. 10 out of 10. National flower is the lotus. Mm-hmm. Okay. National tree is a banyan tree, which is revered for its strength, longevity, and cultural significance in Vietnamese folklore. Much like Marxism. That's the tree that the nice. long titted lady goes oh. in. No, I made that bit up. Oh. <laughs> That's. I imagine that a willow could want, could be uh, mistaken for a long-titted ghost. <laughs> it was we, willow. Nice. It's a weeping willow. It's Buffy's mate, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
national animal is the water buffalo, and the national bird is the red-crowned crane, which is a symbol of good fortune, longevity, and peace. Nice. I do like a crane. Yeah. Yeah. Like a jazzy stork. Jazzy heron, isn't it? Two more points. Two more points. They invented thought-driven wheelchairs. That's fantastic. What? That's cool. What, what like... Uh, um, Stephen Hawking? Yeah. Did he have yeah. a thought-driven one? No, he would do it with his lip or his eyebrow or something like that, wasn't it? But that could only move. Yeah, the, move the eyes. And, yeah. Um, so is that with like a skull? You can breathe a certain way. Sorry. Would you put like a, what are those ones where you put a gum shield in and you drive things like that? <laughs> That's a puff and suck <laughs> system. Yeah. People use it for gaming as well. What? Like you can play video games with a with a puff and suck. Um, stop giggling every time I say oh. puff and suck. <laughs> stop saying. Puff I mean, and it's suck a then. funny combination of words. But you and puff and suck. Yeah, but presumably that's only two two movements in the game, so you go back no, and forth. No, 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 because no, you can move it with your tongue as well. Oh. Yeah. So it's the puff, suck, and tongue. <laughs> puff, suck, and tongue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, they invented that, but they've also invented a device that can extinguish flames with sound. Whoa. Yeah. So this uh, prevents oxygen from coming into contact with the combustion fuel by using a subwoofer to emit low-frequency sounds within the 30 to 60 hertz range. That's sick. Yeah. I, wonder what, I wonder what they play. Something bassy. <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> yeah. You just go on SoundCloud and play like bass heavy remixes. A bit of dubstep. I'll, I'll put the fire out. And obviously they invented the conical hat, which is the rice paddy pointed they hat. they invent that? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm down with that. What is like the point of the hat? The, the top of it. Head. Ah, that was good. <laughs> I saw Ed making the same joke behind <laughs> you. I just saw him go. <laughs> but like, why is it that shape? Because uh, it's massive and it keeps the sun off your head, yeah, I guess. And I guess yeah. it keeps the rain off your hair when it's rainy. Mm. Yeah, it doubles For all occasions. Around. And uh, if it's really windy, bend your head down, it keeps the wind off your face. <laughs> Makes you more aerodynamic. Do you reckon you could catch fish with it as well? Probably carry stuff in it. Yeah. Fuck! I don't know why I didn't research it. Have you seen the uh, guys who fish with oh, uh, cormorants? Yes. Is that in Vietnam? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the Mekong thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're cool, they are. Yeah. And they, Do they... you know what that is? Uh, they basically <laughs> tie uh, a fishing, fishing line around the uh, cormorant's neck. Penis and then it cool. And then they <laughs> throw it in the water to go and fish. Catches the fish and then can't swallow it, so it comes back to the boat. Then they take the fish out of its mouth and throw it back in. <laughs> But well, they raise these birds from birth, don't yeah. they? And then, yeah. So they're best, ma- they're best mates, but it just doesn't let them eat. And, uh, yeah. and then force yeah. them to fish. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Uh, so that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm fully tapped. I have one more festival. Yes. Which is the Tet Trung Thu. Ooh. Sorry if I butchered that one. Uh, also known as the Mid-Autumn Festival. And it takes place on the 15th day of the 8th lunar month. So that's September, October. I can see the cogs turning in your head. Um, there was no cogs. That was just like, <laughs> what does that mean in a large echoey room? <laughs> When's the first lunar month? What How if, many lunar, lunar months are there? 13 on, in a year. It's eight lunar months and it's usually in September. Sorry. The eighth lunar month is usually September. So the first one would be... February. Jan- when's, um, when's, um, Chinese, no. when's Buddhist New August Year? August is eighth. So it would be... Probably says February. 
February. But yeah, so in this festival is a big lantern procession and children often carry colourful lanterns shaped like animals, fruits or flowers and walk around the streets in a parade. Oh, uh, I've seen loads of pictures of the lantern festival. Yeah, it's supposed to bring there. good luck and happiness yeah. and um, they also make mooncakes, which I thought was a Chinese thing, but it turns out it's oh, also so a I. Vietnamese thing. Yeah. And a mooncake is basically a... Um, pastry, which is filled with lotus seed paste, red bean paste, or salted egg yolk. Ooh. And the red bean paste, I've had one of the red bean paste ones, and it's really good. Yeah. I thought it'd be a bit weird as a dessert, red beans, but it's fucking tasty. So sweet. Yeah. It's like, it's really claggy though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And in addition to lanterns and mooncakes, other traditions associate lion dances, dragon dances, and other performances. Nice. And they also set up altars to pray for good fortune and prosperity in the coming year. Nice. Yeah. Mm. That sounds great. I'm dying to go to Vietnam. It sounds like a fun one. Like, yeah. yeah. I'd like to go mm. very much. Mm, same. Oh, they, we didn't talk about Russia in uh, Vietnam. Yeah, one of our mates out. owns a nightclub. Shout out um, Z Club. Z Club. Whereabouts is it? In Which city is it in? Uh, na, 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 na Trong? Is that? I don't know. I've never, I, I can't remember. You did know. say. Your mate's but, been there though, haven't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I, did you go to Z Club in Ulanude? Yes. It was like the massive nightclub yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the guy who owns that owns another club in Vietnam. One in Vietnam. And my mates were in Vietnam and I was like, you should go to this club. And then I messaged him and they got like the full, oh, nice. the full yeah. treatment. <laughs> it was just vodka and sushi. <laughs> Crazy club that. I remember yeah, there was a smoking mental. room in the back. Yeah. Which was disgusting. Yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah. Me and Tom thought we were going to get murdered the first time we saw that place. I think we've already told that story. Yeah, we told it in the Russia episode. Yeah. It's grim. We basically had an argument with the guy who owned all of those places and it ended up in a bit of a shouting shout, match. Shout out to more, by the way. <laughs> Shit. And then uh, he was like, I want to show you my club. We were like, uh, okay. <laughs> Drove for like half an hour out of the city and then... Well, it started off really nice because we were in this car and he was playing Oasis. Yeah. Uh, I think we were singing... An ABBA. And yeah, sang a bit of Wonderwall. Yeah. Then it took a turn for the sinister. <laughs> Just turned into an industrial estate where there was like four guys in leather jackets. Oh, shit. And then uh, <laughs> they uh, like opened up this dark... Opened up the door and it was just a dark corridor. They were like, come on then. And they were like guiding us around by fucking foam torch light. <sighs> And then it was just like, you know, it's like an empty club on a Tuesday with with um, the owner, his head of security and his head of security's mates and just me and Kev. And we were like, oh, shit, this is... This I'm is where my hat and my flowery shirt and a curly moustache. Where are we going, boys? <laughs> and um, yeah, and I was like, this is where we die. I genuinely thought we were going to get beaten up. And, and like, then they switched the light on. And it was just a massive, sick nightclub with a giant disco ball at the ah, top of it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Really nice too, but from, and you were dressed for the occasion. Oh, yeah. There was no one else there, but yeah. Nah. It looked like I was ready. Fun times. Seal of approval. Seal of approval. So seal of approval brought you in association with Nerva Travel. <laughs> the <laughs> creamiest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, only if it's soy, soy cream. Um, the most creamium adventure tour travel company. Oh, in. yeah, yeah. Creamiest. Creamiest, most slick. Um, greasy. Oh, no, it's not greasy. No, no, not greasy. Actually, no, like slippery. Yeah, smooth, smooth, yeah, slippery, smooth. smooth. It's not. It's not split like a mayonnaise. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, Nip Travel. Like, follow, subscribe on all of the Instagram, whatever channels. Um, this is uh, every every 
country we try and find an example of really good like eco tech or project and this week we're doing uh dat bike if one of you says which bike i'm gonna punch you in the mouth um it's a brand called dat bike not Um, this bike that bike oh my god (laughs) that was even way better (laughs) so it is recognized uh by the vietnamese ministry of transportation as the first domestically made electric bicycle uh and mr win who uh owns the company it's uh, pronounced uh, Tom. uh yes apologies uh, mr win uh said that that bike uses vertical integration instead of relying on third-party imported electric drivetrains and parts because it keeps costs down and improves quality what that means is locally produced locally made keeps the carbon miles down and it looks like a really sick like almost like cafe racer motorbike oh yeah it's got a top speed of 90 kph and a range 200 kilometers which is that's decent. fucking yeah. sick for the bike is bike. amazing looks looks really really cool um charge time 50 percent from naught to 50 percent in one hour wow um and what kilowatt hours the battery i didn't get the information okay. but if it's if it's 200k i reckon probably about seven or eight kilowatt hours yeah so a pretty fucking chunky boy yeah you um, the battery takes up like half of the most frame. of the bike yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah fair. Um, like a suitcase battery yeah yeah and yeah. they've um they've also very smartly started their own um charging stations called nice. dat charge which is fucking brilliant not discharge uh, exactly oh, oh that'd be way worse. that's way better <laughs> um so it's um yeah which which is fast charging it reduces that by a third and they're looking to open new branches so yeah that's that bike they're fucking sick they're really cool we really want to work with them as well because mm, yeah. it's like the perfect and also like in a country of are they throttle assist there's no pedals yeah they're just motorbikes nice um, cool. yeah and as, as you said earlier in a country of 60 million motorbikes yeah anything you can do to start that process of replacing them yeah is true fucking great and you know it's marketed as like 200 kilometers range is a week's worth of riding for mm. a, in a, in an urban environment yeah so charge it once a week fucking commute to work every day sweet sweet as yeah. they say Sweet ears. Nice. Yeah, they're amazing. That's really cool. Really yeah, cool. check them out. That bike. They probably they have gone Instagram, haven't they? they yeah, do. there goes. You messaged yeah. them. Um, I think it's that bike EV. That bike EV. Check them out. They're super cool. This week's seal of approval. Oh, 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 oh. Do you want to do a seal noise, Sam? Nice. That's way better. Yeah, Is 10 out of 10 seal. I can bounce a ball on my nose. Are you fucking Got a ball? Can't. No? Shame. I would have showed you. I both. believe you. Yeah. Yeah, I totally believe yeah, you. You look, you look trustworthy. <laughs> um, and that's it for me. That's all, it for me. That's it for me. Out. Yeah. Where are we off next week? No. Uh, I think you guys are going to Ghana. Going to Ghana. Going to Ghana. Where are we going? Oh, oh shit. Oh yeah. Oh Serbia. Yeah, well, that'll been, do. Yeah. It's pretty close to a former Yugoslav country. I'm happy with it though. Okay, we're going to Ghana and then Serbia. Nice. Uh, thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks. What? Um, thanks for having me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Pleasure. see you in Ghana. As always. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>